0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 933 of Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by David Bray. This chair, I need to move this chair. Look, it's right in the shot. Okay, good good editing by Tyler. Look at, that was so embarrassing for a moment. If you're watching on the video, it's gone now, Ben. You missed it. And Ben Askren's (laughs) here. He's back from Geneva, Ohio. JD is not. He is en route, potentially. He might just stay there. You never know. I think he's coming back. I believe he'll be on Wednesday show, but a couple of new world teams have been crowned, Ben. Uh, why don't we start yeah. there? Start with U-20s, U-23s, some exciting matches, some surprising, some not surprising. Uh, what stuck out to you, Ben?
1: Uh, I love the U-20s. It gives us a good insight into kind of, you know, the next batch of college superstars. Uh, there was a lot of really good finals, uh, really good mini tournaments, and then really good finals. Um, I think only one of them went to three, which was Singleton and Arnold, I believe. Yes, but, uh, uh, Mendez came back and, uh, rectified his loss. The first one was close. The second one was not so close. Buzakas kind of killed, kill Hughes, which was, you know, interesting. We talk about Aiden Valencia and how competitive he's been at the senior level. And Aiden Valencia lost to kill Hughes. And then kill Hughes was even slightly competitive with Nick Buzakas. Um, 57 had guys, you know, a lot of really good guys in there, some of which who've been doing damage at the college level. And Luke Lillodal still in high school, wins two straight against Spratling. looked really good there. Um, so, man, there's so, I think we could just go weight by weight and talk about it. There's so many fun weight classes.
0: Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Buzakis, and I, I think when when he has the the strength advantage he has over a guy, it's just really ugly. And But if you can contend yes. with it, it's it can be an interesting match, maybe Aiden would have been able to physically yeah. endure better than Kale. But man, when he attacks and can get kills. around the yeah, but when he attacks and can get around the body, he is I mean, he is really tough. Yeah. He is one of the more interesting prospects collegiately for for me because I'm really I'm just well from a what are we gonna get perspective because he's got some really brilliant moments he's got some skills and and gifts that are you know unique but then he has some moments you're like whoa that that's not you know yeah but who that was a not- disaster i mean the t- let's yeah. say
1: the tom cook match this year was a disaster he went hard and then kind of just fell apart and yeah um people were suspecting uh, You know, just nerves or something because his first varsity match. But yeah, I mean, he, he kind of got killed by Tom Crook, or maybe he was too small for the weight class. Bro, well, but one, I, I just pulled up his wrestle stat and he was 11 and 1. And uh, the Biscaglia win's pretty solid.
0: Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, Tom Crook's probably going to be a 57 pounder and maybe as soon as next year. And what? I and I don't really. Yeah, he's not going 41 again. That's for sure. Come on, bro. Oh, 100%. 57? You know, wait, why well, is he going to beat out Caleb Henson? He probably redshirt. He could redshirt. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, he
1: didn't. He didn't look that big. I mean, he looked tall and lanky, but not gigantic, gigantic.
0: He's big, big, and okay. Nick Nick will probably never compete above 133 pounds either. So, I think with, uh, I think that's a little bit of it, and their Tom's good, et cetera. Yeah. But yeah, there were some disastrous uh, moments there. But yeah, that's that's I'm interested to see him. He was dominant against Cale Hughes, who you yeah. know did come out
1: so what i would say uh, i mean kind of just a little bit repeating what you said is that kind of a uh, limited skill set but when that skill set works he, they, people can't stop it but if they can't stop that skill set then he he struggles to find uh what's next type thing so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see against some of those bigger stronger big 10 opponents how uh, how he manages
0: yeah so 57 kilograms luke lilidal we can kind of go back he wins in two yeah. straight over over Troy Spratly. And you had mentioned the the mini tournament. There's some excitement there. Spratly had to come back against Jax Forrest. And yes. um Bo had a – who did Bo wrestle? Bo Bassett wrestled. Well,
1: I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back to uh, uh I'm not on floor arena yet. But yeah, it was uh, no the main tournament was, really, was really good. Uh, Bo Bassett actually uh one of the AWA guys got a six oh lead a takedown in a couple of laces and then kinda Bassett came back on him hard and won. And then Bassett lost two. he No, he lost a... Didn't lose to Volk. He lost to Spratly. Because Fours beat Volk on okay. the set He lost to Spratly. Yes, duh. Yes, yeah. yes.
2: Yeah. And I, I was listening to the show from last time, and you guys kind of called it with, like, the difference between a four-minute match for Bassett and a six-minute match. And, and even in the matches yeah. he lost to really good opponents, a lot of the points that he's picking up are in that last minute or two. And I, I think, you know, as his... As, I mean, just finished his freshman year of high school. So as he keeps yeah. wrestling at this high level, and he can figure out how to avoid giving up those early points, I think that pace is going to keep being a big factor for him.
0: He's tough. Uh, what were your thoughts been on Lillard's performance against uh, a, a tough choice, Spratley? And there was a world champ in this uh, in this bracket as well with Jory.
1: We, I, I was thinking three world medalists between Bassett, Forrest, and Bulk. Um, yeah, so a really tough bracket. Um, no, Lillard all looked great. I, I thought Spratly looked really good against Jax Forrest in the mini tournament. So I thought, okay, maybe, you know, all's gonna have his hands full because I was just doing doing the simple algorithm of, you know, uh Forrest and Lillard all have been back and forth with I think Forrest getting the majority of those wins. Um, so maybe he's in trouble against Spratly, but uh he's clean on his attacks. He looked really good and um his movement is really outstanding. So I thought he looked great there.
0: Yeah, very, very good win there for for Lilidal. We mentioned Buzakis and Jesse Mendez. He had a tough road because he had to go through Webster just to get to Kasec, and kind of ran the gauntlet there. Yeah. What's what's the, what stood out to you for for Jesse?
1: Um, well, the Cannon Webster, he's really good. I wonder yes. if they're going to start him next year because he hammered Jordan Williams and Vince Cornell back to back to make the finals. Um, I mean that really freaking impressive and and you know this bracket's so deep because it's like jordan williams hammered Ryder block in the round of 16 and Ryder block was the number one guy in the country for a little bit this year um i believe at 138 mm-hmm. uh mendez looked dominant all the way through tech 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 uh his first three matches and they were i i want to say they were quick i think first period um it was nice that the u20 was on four mats so you could kind of like sit at the one end and kind of watch them all um And then Mendez got up quick early against Cannon Webster. Webster did come back a little bit to make it 6-3. I think Webster's going to be really good at the collegiate level. Um, And then Mendez, he went down with like 14 seconds left in the first match against Kasich. I don't even saw this. He got, I want to say it was another push-out. It was either take down or push-out to go down 3-3. Step out. Yeah. Oh, step out. And he got it done. He he got it done with 14 seconds left, got the push-out to win the match. And then, like I said, the second one wasn't... Quite as competitive, but that was that was a lot of fun. Kasich did look significantly larger than Mendez.
2: Yeah. I was how I, you guys felt yes, I felt like he did, but I feel like Jesse is is unlocking that power at 65 that seemed like it was maybe maybe missing at the at the open. He the way yeah. he gets his snaps going, like the way he's able to push people around with his underhook, even though he's he's does look smaller. I, I was super impressed by that, and he just has so many ways to score. He can he score from open. He can use that underhook to get where he needs to be. His his snap is crazy. Like the way he got Cannon Webster at the beginning of that that match. Like yeah. he, he snapped him so hard. So, I it's just I think he's getting more comfortable up at sixty five.
0: Yeah, I was sure. I was wondering how much of that was the dynamic of him. You know, he wrestles at at the open. That's just a couple weeks after NCA's where he'd been holding one thirty three for months and so he comes up to 143 and a half guys coming down from there certainly it, did he just is it as simple as he got it big enough to to contend or was it just maybe i don't know just need, needed to make some adjustments i don't think there's any way to
1: grow that much within a, a month time time period um
0: ben's never part taken of me 18 says... before and it shows <laughs>
1: Part of me says, I mean, you can get a few pounds bigger, of course, right? But not, I mean, it's not like he got 10 pounds bigger. If he got 10 pounds bigger, he's probably getting chunky or something, which I don't think he is. Um, Part of me says, did he take Cannon Webster a little lightly? You know, it's like, hey, he just battled this really hard NCAA schedule, and now he's going against this high school kid. Did he maybe just not take him quite as seriously as he should have at the U.S. Open? Because, you know, this match he came out on fire and got up 6-0.
2: That
0: would honestly surprise me, because Webster... He had beaten some good guys. I know high school level, but I'm I'm pretty sure he'd probably be on the radar. Uh, But maybe not. I don't know. Sometimes there's just like, I don't know. Sometimes uh, I'm sure I've done this at some point, but I'll
1: tell you why it would be opposite. So like if I do it, maybe the guy gets a quick takedown or two. I have the gas tank and I can keep coming back. Whereas like even in this match, Jesse got up 6-0 and then didn't score a point in the second period. So if he takes him too lightly, maybe for the first couple of minutes, and then by the time he's like, "Oh, this dude's for real," like I got a mm-hmm. scrap. Then he's maybe just a little too fatigued to kind of turn it up a couple notches because he's a very explosive athlete.
0: Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And you know, David, you mentioned is he's got a lot of gifts. Him running that, getting that point late was was interesting because JD yes. alluded to it on the call, like that kasek maybe scored too soon, um, <laughs> but. It it was still a really nice way for him to go and get the point. And then, yeah, as you mentioned, 9-1 in that second match over a very impressive Tyler Kasich. I mean, he was one of the big stories out of the open, him winning that bracket out of high school. Yeah.
1: And Kasich is going to be at Penn State next year, correct? mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Dang, that's going to be interesting how they fit all them dudes in the lineup. It's going to get really interesting. I mean, next year could be easy because he's going to redshirt, but probably in two years. Was Bartlett done in two years, actually?
0: I uh, Bartlett, yes, yes, yeah. Oh, he's only got one left. No, yeah, he has two. Oh, damn. I'm trying to graduate yeah. him faster than feels history. like he's been
1: around forever.
0: Well, that yeah, 3 the... year messes with you, man. That
1: free year, I was just thinking about someone else the other day, and I was like, wait, they still have three years left, or two years, or this is so weird.
0: Yeah, I look forward to the days when we're not having to crunch the numbers so hard so often, For real. but yeah, he has two years left, and uh, okay. you know, Shane has three. Yep, and he's he seems like just he's like he's just gonna be at forty nine for his career. Yeah, mm-hmm. feels like it. And uh, then
1: Mitchell's got four, and the Levi's got three, and Facundo's got three, mm-hmm. and then they're bringing in Josh Barr. He
0: obviously is all of Sealy coming in too, mm-hmm. Seely and then there's Sealy. Yeah, a lot of people, they a lot of really good fit. people. And they have other guys like you know Eric Gibson's there. Yeah. He team. ain't got fit. Yeah, may be tough. <laughs> it's gonna Pretty be tough. tough. Uh, okay. Talk about the snaps of someone, Meyer Shapiro. Yeah, this guy's he's got beast. some. He is he is an absolute force. And uh, mm-hmm. Antrell Taylor, man, I mean he he had to win a tough mini tournament, beat Panero. He's Antrel. I'm excited to watch him next year. And then Meyer just there's just a, there's another level, and it's Meyer right yeah. now. Which, um, I, you know, I brought this up last week, Christian. It
1: feels so weird because it's like we have two, and I guess maybe you can even slide in a third guy that had a high level of NCA success this year. Pinero Johnson pushed Yanni Diakamalos to the limit, right, in the one match. Mm-hmm. Um, he beat some other really good guys. He Daniel Cardenas months. was a sixth seed. And then uh, who's the other guy that I was thinking had some? Oh, Jackson Arrington was – he was good, not great this year. Yes. Um, and then it's just like
0: Myers just – uh, you know, a step above everybody. Yeah, it's and he's got he has so much, right? He's got the physicality. He's got a really diverse yeah. skill set. I think he's got. Seems like a gas
1: tank, although he wasn't pushed hard. So, not tough certain. to know. It's
0: tough to know. Is he scared yeah, to go to six know. minutes because he just keeps, you know, and the, the match is quick. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> You know, another guy in this bracket, who I think maybe did better than open, Kyler Larkin,
1: his yeah. match with Pinero was a lot of fun. Pinero came back and won it, like, right at the buzzer. Uh, Kyler almost stuck in the finals. I think Kyler beat Daniel Cardenas on the backside for third play. He did. 14-13. 14, 14 13. Yeah, it was a crazy match. I remember that. Um, that was an impressive performance by him. So I would venture to guess he's going to be the starter uh, for Arizona State. at 57 next year would be my guess.
0: Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. The,
2: okay, so I, the, yeah, I feel like this way is all about college prospects for next year because obviously yeah. Shapiro looks so good. Antrell Taylor, he had a weird freshman year. He was like four and five against D one competition. What? Yeah, he he really? was ten, yeah ten and five overall, but four and five against D one competition. He did have some good opponents, like he lost to Kendall Coleman, but um, just weird that he didn't. You know, he didn't didn't have a great first year, but I, I don't know. You know, maybe it was. A lot of those losses were early. Maybe it was getting down to weight. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. So I'm really curious what he looks like next year. But then Larkin, he wasn't. He, he doesn't have a wrestle stat. He wasn't on Arizona State's yeah. roster. Yeah, even
1: Curtis, he had surgery, I feel like, or something. Okay, so he, so he did a gray shirt. I thought. Yeah.
2: So, so I think he still has, you know, he still has five years to mess with if he if if he wants to. But yeah, he beat Cardenas twice in this tournament. He also who oh, can another? Well, yeah, in. front side too. He beat Jackson yeah, Arrington wow. too. So mm, Larkin, dang. I mean that's and and I think a really strong tournament. Both Larkins freestyle has always probably been their style where they've had more success than folk style, but still that's yeah. a that's a guy that would be really helpful in the lineup.
1: Yeah, and we talk about that flip freestyle to folk style, and maybe I should have brought this up with Buzakis earlier, but he he is generally a dominant point scoring machine on top in freestyle. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't believe that is the case in folk style. you know, like sometimes you got Spencer Lee top. who's
0: yeah in folk style he is? No, I mean not. You now if you say Spencer Lee, no, but he's good. Well, not Spencer Lee. Or yeah, yeah, he's yeah. I think he's he's good with arm bars, um, okay. cradles. He, he's he's decent on top. He'll turn some good dudes.
1: Okay, I haven't watched him wrestle a lot of folk style, but I mean with Angel Taylor also. Like I never watched him wrestle folkstyle, only mm-hmm. freestyle. So it's like maybe. He's not a great mat wrestler, but I've seen him hit, you know, and, and Freestyle's mostly neutral, but I've seen him hit a couple of like lace transitions and stuff also.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Antrell's losses were to Artalona, Alejandro Herrera, and um Saldate and Coleman. So those four of his losses are solid. I don't know. Tough who. Guys. I don't know Peyton Keller, though.
1: I think I think Peyton Keller is an NCAA qualifier, I believe. Yeah. But he, um
0: he was twenty four and nine. It's not bad.
1: But no, really good wins. I mean, the, no. the best win is probably Blaine Brenner, who's a tough Wisconsin kid, but has not cracked the starting lineup at Minnesota yet.
0: Minnesota. And then uh, let's skip seventy-four. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. Oh <laughs> man, did you see some of those moves he was doing? That was so much fun, oh, dude. Man. The one I I was I watched it so many times. I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna slide
0: Tyler that because
2: that movie's yeah. do you you gotta explain this? I don't understand. No, what's I don't happening.
0: know that move. I mean, really? it just, it's just, it's just a feel,
1: it's a feel. Yeah. I mean, he hit it and I kind of like knew he hipped over him, but I didn't know exactly like what happened. So I actually had, I said, JD guy, I, I want to see that move. Go back and play the one that Vito hit in the NCAA finals. When Vito hit it, I'm like, that's a thing. We need to work on that. And then Mitchell hit it in the finals against Garvin. It was awesome.
0: What the, what, what do you
1: call it? Uh, I don't bring it up on the screen. We'll, we'll show it. Well, not the hip over one. There's the hip over one. I played that. I, JD made me a little highlight. I asked him very nicely. Uh, it made me a little highlight that I posted. Not this one. Okay, this one was just, he was just being a an ninja and stuff. So. Yeah.
2: that is That one is crazy.
1: Was it match one, Ben? No, it's match two. Um, it's match two. It's the four-point move. Uh, like, uh, there's, a, there's a two and then a, a four-point move right after that. It's that one. Um, okay. But we watched Vito. So I watched Noah Certain hit uh, something similar, actually, in the uh, um, Iowa State match. And then I was kind of trying in practice, and I couldn't freaking get it. And I was getting annoyed that I was like, I swear this is what I did. And then I watched Vito hit it in the NCAA finals, against RBY. And I'm like, okay, this is a thing. And I've been kind of making my high school kids play with it. And so sometimes, like, uh, one of the things I do is I'll just throw a hard move out there like that. Um and it's actually not as hard as I thought it would be. But you know we're not going to spend a ton of time on it. Ball throw it out there, and some of the kids who can like internalize moves really well. I only got to show them a couple times, you know, and then and then they get a they get a feel for it, and then they'll try it themselves in like you know live snares or spar snares, and they'll pick it up. Um, so is is it the one where
0: it? is it the one where he's on this uh, Garvin's on the single? He's got a, a Correct, wizard, that one, and he, that one. He, he pulls the near ankle. Okay. Yeah. Um. Here, I'll I'll send it to T Bone. Okay.
1: Yeah, that was the, that is very similar to what uh rb hit in the NCAA finals. Got it. Feeling his moves. Um, challenge tournament at 74 was, uh, was fun though. Um, actually, Garvin almost lost first round to uh Tyler Lillard, I believe, came back at the mm-hmm. end and won that one. And then he had a crazy match with uh Riggins in the semis. Henkel upset Sealy first round, that was a really wild match. Um, I guess I didn't really expect Henkel to be that competitive with Sealy. Had had they not wrestled a whole bunch?
2: They have wrestled before. Um, They have they have wrestled before, and Sealy's usually gotten the better of that. But Henkel—that's what I thought. Henkel's a Fargo champ. I mean, he beat he beat Ladarian Lockett this year. Like he's he's on the level for sure. So I, I, but I still I was surprised to see that. Yeah. Um, and he's
1: yeah. still in high school. Those two are both still in high school next year, I think. Yeah, right? Hinkle's
2: just a sophomore. He'll be a junior next year. Celia will be oh. a senior. But yeah, so like Hinkle, Weird. I mean, he's he's one of those guys that he's just going to be starting to get recruiting calls next week. So
1: wait, you're saying he's only a sophomore?
2: Yes, he just finished his sophomore year. What?
1: He's yeah. that young?
2: Yep. Okay. And How's he? We're pulling old. in the Mitchell thing.
1: Okay, pull it
2: in. All right, you can play
0: from here, Tyler. I can't it you will be soon. Uh, from here's fine
1: all right sweet
0: so he's gonna get up here and garvin's gonna end up on a single leg Ooh. after this restart oh yeah you give a high uh coach messenger because we out? were just working on this and I'm he gonna... said something like well,
1: oh perfect oh is it and he went yep right there
2: oh. oh
1: and it was extra dramatic the way the way garvin tried bridging off his free leg made it look extra dramatic
0: Look at that high five! Get that, get that whole thing. on Time, time. <laughs> that
1: Thank was you. so much fun because we had just been, you know, playing around with it in practice, and then he went and nailed it. So yeah, yeah. you as they pick back up, if you want to start back over, um, at hole freeze right there. So as they get the single leg, and as they try to lift the single leg, you you use your kind of wizard arm, so the, Mitchell's left arm go back into him, and then use your right arm to snag the ankle. And then continue to drive. He's gonna drive back into Garvin to to put him backwards right there. He, he's driving off that uh, the right leg, the left leg, left arm's pulling down right down oh, and back, man. and then picking it up. And then that made it look. Usually he's they just fall, and that made it look really like strange because Garvin had such a big bridge off his free leg.
0: Yeah, well, this it's one of those things you actually watch. Some things you watch, you're like, wow, how did they think of that? And then you watch something like this, you're like, how was this not a thing before? Cause it's like a pretty I common, po- it's a pretty common position. It's like single leg standing shin wizard. Like, I mean, you're there, probably you're there almost once a match, right?
1: Yeah. And- uh, yeah. Once a match. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, I think it's going to become a thing. Although uh, I, you know, I think obviously if the, if the offensive man is expecting it coming, they would just have to kind of step that leg back out of the way a little bit. Um, that, But that's kind of the same thing as a, a standing leg pass all you gotta do is move your leg and it's been 15 years and some people still can't figure it out it's like come on dudes like sometimes
0: i mean i'm like sometimes baffled when i see it it's like so obvious they're about to dive under and then yes they leave it there Um so obvious it's so easy for me to say it but like i'm like wow yeah so i think this i
1: think this this kind type of thing will become uh maybe semi-popular coming up um yeah, you know what I felt that way about the Win Dixie? It's like, oh my God, that was so easy. Why didn't I think of that earlier? And especially because I spent so much time in like uh, you know, a lifted inverted position with the person in the middle. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you didn't think that. Jason Nolf, you son of a gun. I can't believe I did well, that. Well, that's
0: one I watched and I'm like, how did they think of this? Um What? I'm like, when the first time he did it, I'm like, wait, how have I never done this before? This is so well, easy. Uh, you and I have had slightly slightly different uh, wrestling experiences in in our lives, but um, spent, so far. Yeah.
1: I spent so much time in that position, it's just like, oh yeah. my God, how did I not think of this? this is, I, now I do it all the time.
2: Well, I knew I knew Mesenberg was gonna have some good some good uh scoring sequences when I, I think his first two points of the tournament were uh were from a Peterson underneath. <laughs> like he got that
1: Oh, that was fun too. Yeah, that was really fun. When he shot and he missed and actually Garvin had a
0: spin behind but didn't
1: go all behind and he Petersoned him.
0: Bro, that was yeah, that was a Buffalo Gap staple. Take a bad <laughs> shot when they start to circle around. Let me just get that wrist. They they leave that hand. They leave that hand because they're going to the hip.
1: Yeah, idiots. Yeah, they go
0: to the hip. Peterson, <laughs> idiots. <laughs> Tricked them.
1: No, that's Petersons all right. Petersons are they? Petersons are kind of. Once you start paying attention, they're kind of. Uh, they're kind of everywhere.
0: Yeah, your your clip of you versus uh, Jake was going around, and one of my old wrestlers sent it to me. Herbert. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I retweeted it. Maybe you're right. Yeah. He's like, "What was this?" Okay, Peterson. Yeah,
1: Singleton. Hey, Singleton. I brought up that last week when he entered the bracket. I'm like, "This dude's a beast. He you might did. go get it done." You did. What got it done?
0: He is a beast. He's really good. I mean, that was a tough bracket. He had to beat Josh Barr. Uh, I I don't know who he wrestled before to get to Barr. Uh, he beat Gaitan. He checked Gaitan oh, and he tech right. uh,
1: Sima. Gaetan upset Pickle. I thought Pickle was going to be making it a little further, also, and I think he did come back on the backside. But Gaetan beat Pickle six six in a wild one early.
0: Yeah, so that I mean, it's a that was a gauntlet for Singleton, and it went three matches. And Arnold was sitting out fresh, and Singleton got it done. Yeah. Um, he's really good out of his underhooks for sure. Yes. Um, he's, he's that tough. was kind
1: of the story for me on this one. Is that um. Arnold is not dynamic offensively. And so when Singleton got the lead, he could kind of just coast. And so in that match one, he got the lead like, I would say immediately early. Immediately. 30 seconds. Four. In.
0: Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. Almost
1: immediately. And then the last one was, it was a little longer, but I think I want to say he got a takedown in a gut, like back to back in the first period. And then, you know, um, I don't believe in either of those matches, maybe in not- hold on. Yeah. in none of the matches, Arnold didn't wasn't able to score a takedown in any match wrestling. All one, all yep. one. So mm-hmm. I mean, you know, dynamic. Obviously, defensively, he's very difficult and he's tricky. Um, positionally, he's good, but he really struggles to score takedowns. Uh, and he didn't get one takedown in any of the matches against Matt Singleton.
0: Yeah, it was a, it was a shot clock and a st- step out that won in match too, Arnold. Yeah, yeah, that's my biggest you know, question with Gabe is like, is he going to be able to generate enough offense at the next level? Yeah. Um,
1: Especially we go back to that Matt wrestling. If you're, you know, in freestyle with him, it could be all neutral. But, you know, now if um if you're not great on bottom and you give up a ride time point, or if the other guy gets away, you know, easy and you can't ride, now that it becomes harder to win matches. I guess maybe if he doesn't get turned, he doesn't give up a ride time point anymore, huh? Yeah. Is that the new rule? Are those yeah. official now?
2: Uh, no, th- no the the vote is uh, th- some, th- this three, week, three days away.
1: Yeah. Oh, I hope the three point takedown gets voted out. It's so silly, so silly.
2: Oh my! You know, my so- brother
1: actually made the exact. I'll tell you my brother's exact sentence. He actually brought it up. We traveled together this weekend. He said, and this this was almost what I said verbatim. Um, he said, "This year's NCAA semis and finals were some of the most exciting I can remember. I can't believe they felt the need to change the rules for excitement. They must not have watched the matchup. Mm. That was exactly what he said.
0: Mm. Yeah well, I choose to believe that it won't um, make things less exciting.
1: Okay, well, we'll see.
0: So one and I one... wouldn't be
1: worried about excitement Christian. I was worried about um, uh, remember my, my statement was number one they were already excited but number two the the right winner was almost always crowned and you struggled to come up with a match where the wrong winner was crowned this year because of the a poor scoring system.
0: That's impossible that I struggled.
1: <laughs> you didn't. You couldn't come up with one. You it's just, This is where two months later, you still don't have one. Yeah. You uh, never so, even came up, like, in the middle of the night, you woke up, and you're like, wait. That was the match. Seth that Gro- one was the Seth longer. Gross,
0: Tariq Wilson.
1: I thought Seth Gross won that one.
0: Yeah, I know. Tariq, Tariq, uh.
1: Why should like, he, have won? he had all the takedowns? Like eight takedowns. Or something. It was like no, it was just one. It was eight. just takedowns. My butt.
2: He had twelve takedowns. No, I don't know. He, ah, he, no, uh, but he would have <laughs> needed how many to come back? I, he would have got. He had enough. Had. Uh, but
1: you guys, sh-
0: you shouldn't got put on his back. I'm not saying he. Sh- I'm not saying he should have won the match. I'm saying okay. it was one of the. Kozak went back and like rescored a bunch, and like that was one where it would have changed uh a winner. I'm not saying Seth shouldn't have won. You know what? We'll, we'll wait and see. We had to go back like 6 years to find the the wrong winner. I won six that. Years. That's crazy that that was like <laughs> almost 6 years ago. Um another thing was Singleton, you know, he did have a year in the room at NC State. That mm-hmm. that helps, right? Um yes. as we saw with Although he didn't have a great year. No. Well, that was part of the year of improvement, yeah. you know. Sure so that that's an advantage oh. and Ar- Arnold getting to spend a year in Iowa is probably gonna well definitely Dang. Help him. But was, I uh... didn't realize
1: I actually thought he qualified for NCAAs I didn't realize Manson did not qualify for NCAAs yeah it's a bummer Dang, he was 2-2 two and two at the ACC's losing to Justin McCoy and Holden Heller uh, which both those guys are pretty tough
2: and that was a big match for Georgia wrestling fans it's like yeah Two two flag bearers for that for that state moving forward into college. So that was good. Another another guy though at seventy nine that I think I, I think is going to have a good career in college is Danny Wask. He lost in the first round. Dang to it all! M J Gaetan and then he came all the way back and took third. He beat Gaetan. He beat A J He. He beat Tate Picklow. I, I don't know if you want me to say he beat Noah Mulvaney, but he did.
1: He did. There was um, Mulvaney got so frustrated because uh, he's the. <laughs> I'm gonna roast it. and Mulvaney's actually mowing my lawn today. Wow, he, for free because he made bad moves. No, I'm paying him. Um, this dude got so frustrated, he just stood up and tried cutting away and got through him for four to finish the match. Oh, no! Oh, my goodness gracious, he got so frustrated. Yeah, Waska's he was tough. Um, no, the match in my it was Riddle should have beat Barr. There was one sequence that they scored 2 2. Uh, which I don't believe should have been scored two and two. Um, and he lost eight to eight. And that was the match. So Riddle beat Mulvaney. They had wrestled each other first round. It was a very competitive 10-7. And then I sure thought Riddle was going to beat Barr. Um, and I think maybe he should have. Um, he, he's getting a lot better. He's going to Minnesota next year. I'm excited. Obviously, I'm more excited about my guys than other guys because I am biased. Well,
2: and then in the, in the mini tournament final, Bar got that takedown and got one gut against Singleton and had it locked. And if he could have got it one more time, then it would have been him in the finals. He just couldn't get that. That was that gut the second time. I really thought weird. that
1: was weird, Bray, because I thought it looked like he kind of got that first gut easy, mm-hmm. and then he just didn't send it again. But he had like I want to say like six seconds left or something like that. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. It was I when, when I when I was watching, I was like, oh, he's going to get this, and then that's not.
1: I felt the same way. And then he kind of almost didn't go. You know, like he didn't just. I mean, you're losing. You just got to freaking send it at that point, mm-hmm. right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. That yeah, was, that was, man, that was weird. Okay. Ooh. Next, next weight. Bennett
0: Berge looked really good oh, uh, against, did. against Braden Thompson, who wins a lot of matches. i uh, excited for Berge next year for, for South Dakota State. I think he's going to, could be a potentially an impact guy for, for that weight class. Um, yeah. He's on another team are you uh any other thoughts about Berge, Ben?
1: um i'm gonna look up his. he because i thought he had a decent year this year not yeah. great though as i look up. so he lost to parker Assad, clayton whiting uh isaiah salazar and Mc, mikhail foy so not uh not a great year but yeah i mean he the second match uh kind of looked like thompson packed in a little bit in that second match but it was 10-0 in a uh, minute or something like that um he looked really good. World silver last year. I got to think we're gonna get something similar out of him this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, he lost everyone. He lost to was good, Foy. Yeah, ma- major by. But when he's what? They're good. They're good, but they're not like uh, all of them. I don't
1: think he lost to any All Americans, did he? Uh-uh. No, no. So yeah. yeah, I mean, Salazar was probably the highest ranked guy. He was maybe a a, a ten or eleven or something this year.
0: Lost to Assad in sudden victory. I don't know. I think he's probably yeah, right South- there. South Dakota State gets a lot of guys better. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think he's in a good situation to improve. So I look I for agree. him to do well next year. I agree. I'm not alarmed. I get alarmed when I don't know the people they've lost to, and there's a couple of those. Yeah. I'm like, ah, uh, this may not go great. But yeah. if, you're, if you're in the matches, you can make a lot of gains if you're in the right place, and I believe he is. Uh yeah, Jack agree. Jack Dara makes the team at ninety-two. Well, I want to brag on my guy Connor Mirasola. I yeah, told I you was, I'm
1: biased already. I was gonna ask Conor you. Connor upsets the number one guy in the country. Max 10 ten three.
2: Yeah. But he, he can't get over awesome. the dang
1: Braden Thompson hump. So I, I was a little yeah. surprised
2: that he that he tech' Whiting ten zero as well. Were you surprised by that or
1: I, you that? I was also because they went they went back and forth. Clayton won the first one um at Vegas and then and then Connor won in a fifth place match I believe so yeah I, I was surprised by that. Mm. Yeah. Interesting.
2: I also I mean it's good to see Rylan rogers have a, a pretty good weekend. Um he was fourth. I wonder I wonder where where he fits for Michigan next year. Uh I mean yeah, 84 I don't know. Let's see. I'm trying to think. But like, like when he's wrestling well, so it's good.
0: From Kozak. Nagao Oreni would have gone to overtime at this year's NCAs with the new scoring. Who would have? Nagao and oh, Nagao. Kai Oreni. Mm. There you go.
1: Kozak. He, he, does he have an algorithm where it runs every match for him with uh, uh, the new scoring system?
0: You love the word algorithm, Ben. I don't know. Great word.
1: I, I wouldn't put it past him. What else would you call that? If you didn't call that an algorithm,
0: what else would you call that? Program? Yeah, program. Program. That would Got work. It. Okay, so Mirasola did good. Oh, good, baby. Good job, Ben. Uh, it's mostly Max, but... <laughs> good job, it. Max.
1: <laughs> uh, the other one did good, too. The other one beat Wyatt Volker twice and beat Gavin Nelson, number two guy in the country, to Dang. finish third. So we're happy with both Mirasolas. They, they battled hard. Um, Stephen Little from Arkansas, Little Rock, he he's pretty impressive. He did not get it done against Jack Dara, but he's tough. I think he's going to do well next year for them. Yeah,
0: good for Coach Erisman and the Little Rock Trojans. Uh, took, a, took a match and then lost two to Dara. Um, keeping it moving here. Camden. Although 97
1: is going to be deep, so some of these bigger guys, they're going to have a hard time doing well because 97 <laughs> so freaking good next year. Yeah,
0: and now Brooks and Heidley move up just to make it crazier. Topper. Yeah, already a tough weight. Deep, very deep weight. Now you have that, like, you have that huge favorite. And, of course, who knows? Maybe maybe A.J. Ferrari will be in the mix next year.
1: Possible. Awesome. Well, you heard some rumors or something? Or he's guessing.
0: Well, he obviously will go to Iowa if he's cleared to wrestle at NCAAs. Yeah. That's pretty obvious, That's right?
1: Obvious. Yeah. So, but it's not obvious that he's going to be cleared to wrestle at NCAAs.
0: So that I thought not, maybe. I do not you were hearing something. I don't know that. Uh, okay. I don't believe that to be obvious at this point.
1: Okay, fair. I agree. Okay, or if he chooses right, because he may just choose to do. Even if he were to be cleared, then maybe he would choose to do MMA instead, because that's apparently something he's been pursuing.
0: That would surprise me, personally. Really? Because if think he was he wants cleared to wrestle, that to wrestle bad or NCAA, or what? if he was cleared to wrestle NCAAs and didn't, that would surprise me, hundred percent. Okay. All right. Fair. Um, but it wouldn't surprise you.
1: Uh, well, I just think it's like, well, hmm, here's why it wouldn't surprise me. Because it feels like it's been, what, a, a year or a year and a half now where he's been kind of like, I don't want to say pursuing that, but like doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if he really wanted to wrestle, I would say like, well, why haven't we seen him at any of USA wrestling stuff? Because I don't believe he's precluded from competing in those events. Right. So know. he could have went and wrestled at the US Open or stuff like that. And it's like, wow. if you want to be a really competitive wrestler um, and you had not given up that path, I feel like that's what you would do.
0: Yeah. But I also do wonder if he might have been precluded from wrestling in that.
2: It's Possible, really? right? It's possible. I don't know. Uh,
1: I don't know. I, just, I don't know the rules. I never heard that. Um,
2: it's also like, if you just look at how AJ and Anthony and Angelo have chosen to compete over the True. course of their careers, they're not guys that are like, trying to get 100 matches a year they're not guys that are that are showing up surely it's
1: got to be a number greater than zero
2: i don't i mean for i think for aj and for anthony there was an entire year stretch where it was zero like where they didn't wrestle at all um so
1: he hasn't uh but aj wouldn't have wrestled a match since what january of 2022 yeah right something like that so i would have just thought like Man, he would have found some way to get some matches. Uh, you know, if he if that's really what he wanted to do, and so that uh, the way I was thinking was like, well, maybe he just moved on and said like, you know, f that, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm gonna go try to do this fighting thing and and move on.
2: It's a real possibility. I I got I talked to him last week when I was up there for Angelo's commitment, and he, you know, he's he's not like he's not 100 guaranteed to to come back to wrestling. I, it's like I think everyone's trying to read him and read between the lines. And I, there is a very real possibility that he pursues fighting. And like, if you follow his Instagram, you can tell he's, he's training jujitsu, he's working striking. And he really, he said, you know, he said, he really does like fighting. He likes the idea of fighting. So I think it could go either way. I do think if he gets the opportunity and he's got both his brothers there and they could all be in the lineup yeah. like that, that would be, I, I think that would be pretty appealing, but um, you know, He's he said he doesn't know.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So, uh, ninety seven kilos. Camden McDaniel two o oh, two straight over Stephen Burrell. Um, and then bringing it home, Christian Carroll two quick techs at one hundred twenty five kilos.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm sad we didn't get Ben Keeter in the lineup, but I think mm-hmm. when you think about him, he's probably they probably want him to play football. Um, and then the other one I was thinking about, who hasn't competed in a while, and you've—I've I've kind of asked you this, Christian. You've been um, elusive with an answer. Oh, but Nick Feldman, why did not we see him?
0: I—I've I've not been elusive. He got injured. You're so elusive. He had a bad injury that prohibited him from wrestling. He's getting healthier and ready, and okay. yeah, there's no, there's no. I've you've told you elusive. Mul- I've told you Stinky. multiple times. He's injured.
1: But you haven't said like oh he had like an acl so he's out for nine months or he had a labrum tear so he's out for months. you know like no this one said is- that people have like alluded to the fact they might be injured but i don't know nothing else neck neck okay well, sometimes yeah. those take a little while sometimes they don't you never know
0: yeah okay
1: because uh, yeah not- it'll be interesting to see him in there uh christian carroll he rolled up uh Aiden Tao has gotten a lot better than he was before he beat Koi Hopke in the finals in the mini tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, he also beat Carter Neves, who was, uh, I want to say he might have been a world team member. Or maybe he lost in the finals last year. Uh, and then he kind of had a battle with Bradley Hill in the second round also. But yeah, I, I was impressed by Aiden Attao. I think he's, does he have one more year of high school or is he done?
2: This is it. He's going to Oregon State next year.
1: Next year. Okay. They think I wrestle yeah. him a
0: wonder right away. Give him a year. I would give him a year. Feels like he's getting a lot
1: better. He still looks like doesn't have any facial hair. Still looks pretty young. Whereas like Christian Carroll's got hair all over his chest, so he might be ready to go right away. <laughs> we saw because well, he took his. Single it's a off wonder.
0: Him, I mean, how did how did AJ a Ferrari? Pair. How did AJ win as a true freshman? No, no chest hair. It's just a,
1: that's more impressive. More impressive.
0: More, he even, more impressive. <laughs> even more impressive. Even more impressive. The legend grows. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good point. Pendleton just going to sit him down like, listen, man, your chest hair is a disgrace. No, he's no, no facial hair, nothing. There's Aiden, nothing there. What are you doing? He's like, I thought you were serious about wrestling. And you're going to come here. <laughs> Shut up. You're going to come into my wrestling room and say, you, <laughs> you want to wrestle right away with no chest hair, <laughs> no facial hair? I Where's see, you your gotta, mustache? You got to get the facial hair. You got to get at least, little, at least a few whiskers <laughs> or something. Yeah, got get something. You got to let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, Aiden. There's your challenge. You know your growth growth he's got, areas. He's
2: got a little. He, he got, got a, little, he got he got a little little, five o'clock shadow. He got a little stubble. I'm looking at Aiden. The towel. Oh I yeah. I at
1: him. There's no facial hair there. Oh yeah. I'm gonna, we'll, we'll, what picture are you looking at? I'm
2: gonna. I'm looking at Super Thirty Two. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. He looks I'm gonna, like. He know not face. A,
1: he had it in Greensboro. He never shaved in his life. <laughs> no five o'clock I'm, shadow. I'm sending
2: I'm sendin this to Tyler. We'll let the people be the judge. <laughs> we'll let the people. That, you know what? That's what. We'll let the people decide.
0: Uh you might have documented the photo. We don't know, Brett. Start a poll, Tyler. Can Aiden Atow grow facial hair? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot riding on this. Pendleton uh, is gonna have, be making roster decisions based on the results of this poll. You guys are pulling oh the strings. Gracious. you guys there's, are goofy.
2: There's a five o'clock shadow for sure. You're gonna see. You're gonna. You're gonna see it. Yeah. Oh yeah. All this right. guy shaves. Well, let me ask you this question. It's this more
1: important than does Aiden Atow ever has he ever shaved in his life?
0: uh bro that's he is not shaved look at that little baby oh, face. freezing enhanced, freezing enhanced. look talking? at that baby face he ain't never shaved in his life i think
2: you're looking at the wrong guy
0: look, look that, that look at that look at this that's what is a, that that's a sideburn that ain't facial hair no, look no no
2: look, no look, no, look, no. look at this right here look at
1: <laughs> oh no, not right here there's nothing right there i see nothing
0: nothing there ben you're embarrassing yourself on live tv
2: this guy's got this guy shaves, shaves all the time. Uh,
0: Man, just maybe a little bit of sideburn right here is all
1: I see right there.
0: Someone get a hold of Aiden Natal and just, just have him send a picture of his. Have him don't shave for like a week and see what it looks
1: like. Because I don't know. There's be there besides besides a couple sideburns.
2: Yeah. If, he, if, it is a, if it is a three day weigh in, he is dry shaving in the weigh in line each morning because yep. this guy,
1: yeah, <laughs> he is bearded <laughs> up. <laughs> all right. I got a more important question for you, too. How many medals did we bring back from Warsaw, Poland for the men's freestyle U-20 team?
0: Well, they go going to let the, the Russians in. That will... Uh, Are they? For, is that for done? For real? No, I, I'm inquiring. I'm saying that will depend. Oh. Um, yeah. I feel good about... I feel good about... Here's who I feel very confident will medal. Meyer. Mitchell. That's like very confident. Like, right. That's it, down. it? Write it down. They're meddling. And then I there's like Bergie also. I feel like, like... Berge, Berge also, uh, feel like uh, the yeah. international
1: weight classes are a little bit weaker up that's top. That's true. But I don't like that we don't have a, a super, I don't feel super great about our 92 or 97. And I, I don't like that um, because those are generally easier weight classes to meddle at. And then heavyweight is actually kind of a little bit of a harder one, especially got some of those Iranian or the Russian in there. Man, this mm-hmm. might be a tough one.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Um I but, gotta think all though,
1: because you know Volk, 100%. A, Volk was a medalist last year. I gotta think all gets in there. He was also a U seventeen U medalist. And then I don't know I, I think between Mendez and Buzakis I'm gonna say I yes. would bet on at least one, but potentially two.
0: I feel like fifty seven through seventy four, I feel good about a lot of their chances. I feel very confident. Although, you know, I say Mitchell, but freaking 74 can be a, a a really tough weight class sometimes yeah at, at this For sure. so i mean they're what keegan had to beat a freaking senior level ranked guy and yeah that guy's really a tough fit at the olympics yeah so that's as confident as i am in mitchell
1: yeah, he's that... just so much better than he was last year he got a silver last year so i would have a hard time yeah seeing him not get a medal 79 i think singleton i i don't I said moderately confident Okay. So, so yes. I was at 70 sometimes, and I don't know why this is the case, but it feels like even with the juniors' weights, um, sometimes the non-Olympic weights, they spend less money on, which at the junior division doesn't make any sense to me because it's like, well, I mean, these are juniors. You don't know what they're going to develop into or what size they're going to grow a weight class or whatever, but it does seem like even the participants in the brackets are less at the non-Olympics.
0: Mm-hmm feel that
2: it does seem like yeah. 61 61 tends to be pretty deep of the non-olympic weights that one a lot of times is like really good so that but yeah i think the other ones a lot of times it
1: feels like, like 92 good. feels like super weak lots of times,
2: yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah man i don't know if we're gonna be able to get to much u23s today um we gotta do final X yeah.
1: preview on uh thursday when, or wednesday we're going wednesday
0: wednesday this week because we're flying thursday Yes, it is Final X week. It is here, finally. Lucky us. Cannot wait for for Final Mm -hmm. X. Um, Do we want to touch on some U23 stuff before we... uh... Um, I mean, some of
1: these brackets weren't great, uh, but there were some fun finals. I would say the most fun final match was probably uh, Dustin Plot beating Carson Karchla. Twice. Because twice... And, uh, you know, that was something we were anticipating because we said, okay, Karchla is going to 174 next year. He's going to be in his new weight class. How is he going to look there? Um, and then, you know, plot kind of runs him over as the match goes on in both cases.
0: Yes, he did. I mean, he was down 9-0 and got laced up. Lost 18-9. Did Karchla. Karchla, don't try to change me. And then um, lost via injury 10-10 where Carson – Raced out to a pretty big lead again and then suffered an injury and then had to default. So not And that one he was up eight to two. Yeah. Something like eight yeah, two. he was up like six points there. So that was speaking of leads, uh DJ Washington wins match number one over Fishback, 11. eleven oh, and then gets up big in the next two matches and Fishback runs him down. Oh uh, my goodness. He's impressive. Fishback.
1: Fishback's gonna be good.
0: Yeah. Um Kozak doesn't think he's gonna be good. <laughs> I'm, just, Man. I'm just kidding.
2: That was one of the that was one of the more surprising heated arguments in the office that day. You guys were what, yeah, what, what happened? So we uh
0: he was just so you know Kozak. He's so sure of himself, unlike me. Um
1: <laughs> it's like
0: so I I contended that their best lineup was Heidley eighty four, Trumbull ninety seven. He says no. Fishback eighty four. Hydley ninety seven, and then I. And then it went back and forth for a little bit. And he was like, "That was like, Isaac Trumbull is gonna would score more points at NCA's next year than Dylan Fishback would." And he was, he is rarely adamant, adamant about something, but he was like adamant that I was so wrong. And this Whoa. was like. This was like a couple weeks after he was adamant that Trumbull was going to do big stuff at NCAAs and they drafted him on his fantasy team. And that's what this is all about, <laughs> his fantasy disappointment. And he's too clouded by that result to look at the big picture but hold, on, like,
1: hold on, hold on, hold isn't, on. Isn't the big piece of the argument here the difficulty of the brackets? I mean, next year, 97 is going to be freaking stacked. Uh, but you would still think Heidley is good enough to, to place relatively high. And 84 is going to be... It's not gonna have that much depth because you' you took two of the best guys out of the weight class mm-hmm. um man so I would say fishback
0: i'll I'll take fishback at, at 84 for a 500 bob well unfortunately Trumbull won't get to wrestle in the tournament so there's no way to be proven right or wrong here uh um, well what if highly gets hurt then we would know well we'll see what seed <laughs> fish, what what seed fishback uh gets because Trumbull was like a what
2: like a five or something five or
0: six seed The seeds are all american though no he didn't but you know your seed is a pretty good indication of where you are yeah um so i don't know we'll see i I like dylan fishback but i thought uh because it got a little little kooky there but now
1: hey how about our man why can i read this this uh stat line to you (laughs) oh let's go Henderson henerson 29 seconds tech fall, 32 seconds tech fall, two minutes 23 seconds tech fall, one minute 19 seconds, and then in the finals he had two tech falls of which were one minute seven seconds and two minutes. Just Insane. a freaking wrecking ball.
0: He is a literal wrecking ball. He is he is preposterous. Wyatt Hendrickson, we don't deserve a heavyweight like Wyatt. He is so fun and Seriously. so good. How about the goat Nick Stemmett? He tried, oh, yeah, that, and it counts. Made the team. <laughs> Okay,
1: I don't want to be offensive or nothing. His bracket was not very good.
0: What are you talking about? Samuel Mitchell was a top four seed at the U.S. Open.
1: What place did he take it in? She is. Uh, well,
0: this is.
1: And I don't want to be offensive because this is a Wisconsin kid right here. Sorry, for
2: that's but... Sorry if that's offensive. <laughs> um. I'm
0: trying to offend nobody. Uh, no, know. I know. That's good. Yeah, n- not not the greatest weight, but you know what? I think that's the Nick Stemmett effect. People see him oh in a bracket. Gosh. It's like let's disperse. That's that's what I maintain. How about the Cerber Cardenas series was crazy? They both ten would each other, and then the and then in the middle they had an oh, eighteen yeah. fifteen match. That's ridiculous. That's wild. Um, Cerber uh, Cerber beat Silas Allred. Very good match. Wow. Yeah. And- yeah, I'm looking at, at Sam Mitchell.
1: It actually was a little better than I thought. He was mm-hmm. 20 and 8 and was 3 and 1 at the max but did not qualify for NCAAs. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Hey, I I know we already talked about Wyatt Hendrickson, but I think it's worth appreciating that he has a belly to belly back arch in his Arsenal now. I don't yeah. know if he's always had that. Oh, are that. we
1: going to put it on the screen or what? Cuz I would I, love you to. You can maybe watch that and it was tremendous. Did you send it to him? I no, it to it was Faye and JD that made me watch it.
2: I put it in the chat for Tyler, um, but I don't know what's I don't know what's more impressive the the back arch itself or the fact that the top comment on the post is Wyatt Hendrickson saying Captain Insano shows no mercy. <laughs> 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 he said that. Yeah. Now
1: he's he was already oh. my favorite wrestler, and now he's he beat Kigno Tool. Now I'm I'm a, if
0: wow. Wyatt Hendrickson Kigno Tool wrestled, I'm cheering for Wyatt. Wow, Captain, he oh, does show no mercy. There we go. Look at this guy. All right, we're about to pull it into your into your screen. Where, oh, there's see. this chat. Wait, where's this chat at?
1: Oh, Oh, we got to log in or something. Jeez Louise. Boom.
2: Bam! Oh, my my gosh. gosh. (laughs) Legend.
1: (laughs) He's got to relax. Oh, my gosh. When you pause this, the guy's feet were literally straight in the air. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Can you imagine how scary
2: that is? Be oh horrifying oh yeah it might may- happen you're
1: so fast you're just on your back and you're like what happened to me I'm not sure but I'm, I know I'm laying on my back right now
0: so David was bringing up before the show uh Oklahoma State kind of portaled their way to a pretty tough looking lineup potentially next what? year after having a sort of a tough uh not sort of a tough a historically tough NCA showing last year because yeah spratley do do at 25. 25- so well. Spratley Fix, and then 41 will be interesting. Young is redshirting. I think that's all but been announced. So it'll be either uh, Taggin' Jameson or Sammy Alvarez, which I think Jameson looks like the real deal. Jordan Williams, 49. 57 as a hole right now. I think uh, Olenek, 65. Plot, 74. Whitlake 84. Cerber 97. And then the combination of uh, Doucette or Christian Carroll. Um, I, mean,
1: I don't want to be offensive I don't want to be offensive here but you know that's kind of what I do on the show I think is uh but who in this lineup is going to be top 4 cuz that's what you need to say so fix and then yep.
0: plot that's what I then see. I mean maybe plot Ooh. not necessarily plot Plot well, could, could be so. I mean he he, he just could he's be probably yeah. your second most likely on the on the board here right Yes I think they're going to have some interesting dual meets and I think they're going to have to show out at NCAs to be top 10 but yeah. it looked for a little bit – I mean, look at what this team would have been without Alejnik transferring in, with Carter right. Young definitely redshirting, without the two transfers, uh, three really, yeah. with Alvarez. That's that's a outside the top 20 team in all likelihood.
2: Yeah, that's that yeah. was where I was thinking. It was like they just had their worst performance in history, and how are they going to do better than that? Like how? And And, you know, you look at it and it's yeah. possible. And then 84 – for Whitlake, gets a lot easier. We already mentioned like two of the top guys moving out of that weight class. So, wait, um,
1: how did he? He only won like one match in NCA's, correct? Whitlake? Yeah, it
2: yeah. wasn't it
0: was it, not good. It wasn't good, but so.
2: him at his best, you, you got to imagine he can outperform that. So, uh, and then Cerber, yeah. I mean, Cerber, you know, was he,
1: not bad. He had good wins.
2: Good wins. He beat Rocky Elam last year. He just just had that good weekend, beat All Red. Um, so, I don't know. I think I think this could be definitely a much better lineup than the one they had before they hit the portal.
0: Interesting. Um, Anyone else you guys are
1: forgetting about that could potentially start? G. Feller. Maybe G. Feller's got another year.
0: Maybe they get Frantic. Maybe they will get, fr- get Frantic. Frantic at the disco?
1: I mean, you, you gotta think they're bidding on some of these guys, right? Whether it's uh, Frantic or Heliendo um, or something like that. I well, feel they, like they got this, their um, auction
2: paddles in the air on these yeah.
1: guys. All right, hey, let me uh, let me uh, let me pitch some at you guys. Pitch it. I got a couple good ideas. I'm only probably gonna get one good idea today, but I feel like there's some rich dudes out there. It's obviously rich dudes. They're spending this bunch of money to get these guys because there's no way that these teams are generating their own revenue to bid on these guys. What I'm hearing, you know, from whether it's Franek or Kellyendo or Truex or Nagao, what some of these teams are bidding, and there's a handful, right? There's not not a lot of these teams, um, but I feel like some of these rich dudes that are giving all this money because they're excited in the first couple of years of this system happening. After a while, they're going to be like, man, I spent half a million dollars in the last couple of years and you guys aren't any better. Yeah. Why am I going to keep spending all that money? Like, don't you think that's going to happen? Like, surely rich guys don't just want to keep wasting their money. Surely.
0: You're right. Yeah. What do you think? Um, yeah, ab- absolutely. Completely okay. agree. Um, okay let's let's move to uh um... well you want to
1: hear my other stupid idea if we're done I thought we were. gonna uh <laughs> I thought we were gonna talk about that one more I got another dumb idea you want to hear it yeah okay maybe this could be this could be applicable to freestyle but I would think folks also okay I was thinking about this because in freestyle uh you have unlimited injury time and sometimes you'll have these guys like clearly faking injury I don't remember who it was I was watching. I was standing next to James Green, and I said, oh, that dude's faking an injury. And James Green didn't like my idea, but maybe you guys will like it. And I said, in a wrestling match, freestyle, sometimes they'll say you're faking an injury, and they'll give it a caution and one, right? Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they'll say, no, you actually get as much time as you want, which seems completely ridiculous and arbitrary. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in, in, in folk style, um, you know, sometimes there's legitimate – like you need a few seconds, you get poked in the eye or something, right? Or you get a quick stinger, and you need a few seconds. And if you take if you actually call the injury time, they then the other person gets choice, which is a huge penalty. What if you got like one or maybe two, like a 20 second, I get to, you know, get my crap together type second to think about how I want to continue? Because I was thinking, what injuries could you possibly have that you would need more than 20 seconds to make a decision on can I compete the, the, the remainder of this match? Hmm. What do you guys think about that? No penalty, but you only get two. And if you need more than two, then you just lose. You're done. The match is over. I'm sorry.
0: What do you think, David?
2: Yeah. I mean, there are, I guess, I don't know. There are times where a trainer is checking, like, the structural integrity of the knee or something like that. But um, generally, yeah, you don't need that much time. Um, I don't know. Yeah, more than two injury times and you're done. I don't mind that. Yeah.
1: I was thinking, the, the you know, the, the argument would be with the knee is, like, They need to have a a great opinion on whether they should continue or not. But then I was all thinking, it's like, I don't know, like they're not gonna, they're not actually gonna make an actual diagnosis on the mat, yeah, right. They're not gonna say, oh, here's actually what's wrong with you because you would need an MRI or other things. It's like, I don't. Can you wrestle or not? If you can't, you lose. Get out of here. If you can, then step back on the line, and then that would solve everything. And we don't penalize someone who actually needs, you know, like the, the worst one is when someone pokes someone in the eye and you need time and then you give up choice but it's like wait they poked you in the eye which is a semi-illegal maneuver right it's Mm -hmm. a hands to the face and you give up choice because of it that's stupid dumb
0: I agree with that I don't like that
1: so yeah you're always thinking I know there's some people who I've competed against in the past who will intentionally would intentionally poke in the eye and um you know if you're one of, if you're one of those guys then it's like well now you're getting choice because you did something that's illegal mm-hmm.
0: you're right Ben. I don't okay like it. i know so it's final x week but we got bray and i have a little we got a thing oh oh Ben, and this is this is a kind of a funny story because it involves me david my son caleb and doug schwab Okay. Well we're, we're all connected. And uh so we are in a fantasy baseball league. Ben. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, what? and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Doug yeah. swap plays fantasy baseball. He loves uh, lo- oh does he, he play-, play he
2: plays fantasy baseball harder than you would believe.
0: I- he plays Iowa what? style, Iowa style fantasy baseball. He is he loves baseball. I would have never ever guessed that. Wait, is Shane Sparks in this league? No. You guys, guys are buttholes. Yeah. You guys are buttholes for not letting Shane Sparks. I'm sure in he's been invited. Hold on. First of all, this is not my league. Uh, it's Andy Hamilton's uh, league. I am certain Andy Hamilton would love Andy nothing Hamilton, more.
1: Andy Hamilton, you are a low life.
0: <laughs> I'm sure that Shane has did not decline being in this league. For one, the the uh, mere fact that I'm in it is one. Okay, so fantasy baseball is is uh, as David has once described a death march. It, it is. is just it is it is ri- a ridiculous thing. So I maybe have a, a slight lack of. Uh, institutional control over my team because my son caleb is obsessed with baseball and is constantly trying to improve the team and i don't know any of these players or anything about hold
1: on so i thought you and caleb had different teams you guys are the same team
0: no we are co-managing caleb's the gm caleb's the gm i'm the owner um but he's he's making all the moves which is what gets us into a little bit of hot water (laughs) so caleb We were struggling a little bit, but he's like, we've scratched and clawed our way back. And um, Caleb was going for a sleepover with the Braves the other night. And he tells me before he leaves, he said, he said, I'm going to get a deal done. He's like, I'm going to make a trade happen no matter what. (laughs) I'm like, well, all right, but, you know, make sure it's good and whatever. So he has an idea for a trade in mind. And then he, as he describes it, the Braves are too scared. He's like, dad, they are so scared. And so then they end up making a trade. I don't and I don't know anything about it. They end up making a trade that is so incredibly lopsided for David, and it gets (laughs) we we are giving away like two great players for like I don't know someone not great who's having a good like
2: couple first couple months of the year who's having
0: a good yeah a little stretch here to the point where Andy just kind of like rubber stamps and lets it lets the you know. He's more of a capitalist, you know. He just kind of lets lets the huh. two consenting parties just agree. But Doug Schwab to, to both of our fortunes yes. guess, as it will turn out was not happy about this and there was an official protest. I think two Schwabs were involved in protest? Yes. There was an official protest. So <laughs> I, So When's wrong so, were you guys? I get a phone call yesterday <laughs> from Andy Hamilton and he goes uh. Got a little bit of a situation <laughs> to which I was like,
1: <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. To which
0: I said, please let this be about fantasy baseball. <laughs> so they basically come to find out we we did a really stupid trade. Caleb did a dumb trade just because he's a 12-year-old and wanted to make moves. And um, it got protested. And then uh, ultimately the trade was re- rescinded.
2: Yeah. And. It ended up being a good thing for us too. So so our team is well, like my... on what
0: on what grounds did Doug Schwab use to protest his trade? Um so there is prior precedent of people in my situation giving away expensive players for prospects in order to have like more keepers and benefits. It's a little nuanced, but um it's not what was going on here. Caleb just wanted to get a p- better pitcher and would trade away, you know, his sister to get one.
2: Yeah, as so, it turns out. And it was funny, because so our, my team, my son helps, and then my dad now is involved. And my yeah, dad... We are,
0: we are asleep at the wheel. My oh, dad, my gosh. You guys are...
2: Three people <laughs> to run the team? What?
0: What? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look, Tyler oh just god. put up a hilarious meme. <laughs> yeah. Jo- it's a real Jonah Hill Brad Pitt situation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my
2: god. Yeah, so ultimately... Um, well, so so the, we're not involved. The the panic for us was so my my dad my dad just retired by the way so he's he is on it he's like <laughs> this is his full time job he's now. Got, yeah he's managing well, the good. team and he's like feeling pretty good about this trade but then the problem is all these players have salaries attached to them so after the trade went through we were way over the salary cap because we got two awesome players for like a one, a $1 like, dollar one you know, dollar player so so then my dad's like oh man we gotta we gotta move some people we gotta like so we're trying to move lineups around and everything and uh it ended up being the best that it just got pulled back do you have the dm that caleb sent you
0: uh so caleb afterwards is like he's simultaneously like embarrassed but also raging that uh he couldn't get a good trade done and now that his trade has so then he sends a message, we have new policy oh, nice. on our team now. He can't make any trades without me uh, approving them. Ah, um I need official approval. You need to come here. We're gonna vote on it. I don't remember the exact uh, message he sent Bray over the the fantasy DM. I'm, tr- I'm trying
2: to figure out how to get find those DMs. Look
0: at look at the little mailbox.
2: This thing, yeah, I did, and it's just
0: oh. So well, all I know is there's no recent messages. All I it. know is the text started well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> Which lets you know he means business. And then I'm here getting ready for radio this morning, and at 7.30, I get a voice memo from Caleb. He's already at it.
1: I didn't send that message. I said, where are you? Uh, Oh, wait, hold on. Hey, Dad, can I send a trade? (laughs) So this trade is Yoshida for um, George Kirby, who is a starting pitcher with the 3.04 ERA. 1.01 1.01 whip five wins and 58 strikeouts can i
0: send it so that's what i'm trying to get I ready can't for you show putting your kid on blast like this christian this is wrong oh he's gonna he's gonna love it i mean listen he's he's this isn't unblessed. how many other 12 uh, year olds are knowing the whip of george kirby i don't know who george kirby is um george kirby who the hell is that i don't watch baseball Oh my gosh, this is so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. But yeah, I actually... We have to thank Doug Schrob. Doug Schwab thought that David took advantage of my son, but... Oh, there's George Kirby. Look at him. He's kind of scrawny looking. (laughs) Yeah, I guess he can throw that
2: ball. Oh, look at him. Yeah, there he is. He's a mariner.
0: So anyway... I I found the message. Okay.
2: Well, well, well. It seems like you guys... Must think you can reject the fair trade encounter with a very unfair trade knowing that I just want to make a trade. I guess you guys do not care about taking advantage of me like you did.
0: (laughs) It's so funny. Oh, my God. Uh, He he was, yeah. Oh, wait. Hold on. I got to find last thing, and then we can go. He said uh, yesterday, he's talking about it a bunch. Where, Where does he go? He goes, i just want to point out i have brought the team into fifth place we wouldn't be there without me <laughs> which is factually true we were in like last and he's scratching claude his way to the so it was a wild wild evening um apologies last to coach Piles. apologies not no fifth place we're, we're clawing no, you were in last place you were in last place oh yeah i don't know i don't know any of these people it's all it is all caleb <laughs> wait hold on so if you don't know how to do baseball why did you get yourself in a fantasy baseball league Cause my son loves baseball. Oh, but why wasn't he helping from the beginning then? He has always been helping. He helped the draft the team. Um, oh. I helped with the draft, and then pretty much it. I had, I literally haven't even logged in. I had to find my I <laughs> had to find my login. I'm still not logged uh. in actually. So yeah, he's doing all the work. So th- actually, I will thank Doug Schwab because he improved our team. Because my son was was just. One I gotta trick.
1: thank Doug Schwab because he made a bad protest this weekend, and my guy got two more points out of it too. So, th- Doug, you're helping everybody. You're so generous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be,
1: he be uh, fired. Oh, up it now. was it was unfortunate. He, uh our guy got two and went two zero, and he protested. Max and I were both like, "Oh, why do you throw that brick?" And he wanted two two, and they went four nothing.
0: Oh wow! Oh. Huh? That's a big ouch. Um, Thanks, Doug. uh, A a sincere thanks from us. And um, with that, we can go. Um, We'll we'll be back Wednesday. Wednesday.
2: That's it. David
0: won't be here. But JD will. Probably. Ben will be here. It's Final X week, and we hardly even talked about Final X. Other than it's happening. It's happening Saturday, June 10th. Prudential Center. Tickets still available for now. So make sure you get those. And of course you can watch every match live on Flow. We will be back Wednesday. Have a great Monday and a great week. It's going to be a great week. Thanks guys. See ya.